Rev it up and happy new year. Welcome to 2024. I hope this new year brings you great health, lots of prosperity, and of course, a lot of fun with cars. And today's guest to start the new year right is somebody very special. So be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to the new year. Can't believe 2024 is here. How did that happen? Today, I'm in Orange, Massachusetts, on the day after Christmas that we're recording this, actually, but technically, it's the new year, with a very special guest by the name of Mariah Bull. Mariah, welcome to Cars Yeah! Do you have it in gear, and are you ready to release the clutch and zoom into the new year? I certainly hope so, Mark. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. This is so much fun, and I'm so excited to start the new year with somebody like you, especially given a relationship tie with your brother, who is my friend, and we'll get into that in a moment. But before we do a proper introduction and we talk about what you're doing, would you share one little thing that maybe most people don't know about Mariah Bull? Well, what came to mind was that I actually got to meet Gonzo. Mr. Andretti's parrot. (laughs) Now, okay, this is a first. What a way to start the year. A parrot. Now, I have to tell you, listeners, when we started this show, we had to kind of move locations because Mariah has a very squawky bird that at first I thought, well, this might add a nice charm. But the bird decided that the bird wanted to be the star of the show versus (laughs) Mariah. So we had to move rooms here, which I think is funny. But get back to this bird story you're going to share. Well, I was very honored to get to visit Mr. Andretti and Amy Hollerbush there at his home. And I, of course, I'm an animal lover and had read about Gonzo and very interested in birds. And we had a lovely visit. The two of them are exactly as my brother had said they would be. I mean, just extremely kind, generous, genuine wonderful people. It was just a wonderful day. I was just amazed (laughs) at how kind they were. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, and I sort of plucked up the courage, no pun intended, (laughs) uh, to, uh, ask if I could possibly meet Gonzo. And, uh, they said, sure, sure. So we did get upstairs. He toured me around. Uh, I got to see incredible cars and the winery area. And, you know, it's just a, Wonderful time. And um, then I got to meet his Amazon. (laughs) So very sweet. Very sweet. Well, see, this will all make sense for you listeners in just a moment. And you go, how on earth to this lady who likes birds? And I know she likes horses, too, and dogs and cats and everything else that is a creature on this planet. But how did this lady get into Mario Andretti's house to meet his bird? Who is this person? (laughs) So... Let me introduce you properly. Mariah Bull is the owner and trustee of the award-winning international motorsports publisher, David Bull. 
Publishing, and she's the sister of David Bull, the founder of the company. David founded the company with the goal of producing the highest quality motor books, well-written, beautifully designed, and produced to the highest standards. I'm proud to say many, if not most, or all of his books are on my shelves. That's why they're weighted down so much, because these books are amazing. She grew up in uh, Massachusetts, was a graduate from the uh, University of Massachusetts Amherst with a degree in journalism, so makes sense where she's ended up today. Uh, she worked on newspapers and magazines and even went into the headhunting and marketing business, but her favorite jobs have been working at a large animal hospital, being an adventure buddy for wonderful elders and working trackside with her brother David and Tom and her husband Steve Garrity. The company most recently uh, released the publisher's edition of Luca Da Monte's book, Enzo Ferrari, Power, Politics, and the Making of an Automotive Empire. And I just had him on this show. So if you missed that talk, please go back and listen. We had a grand old time. And it's perfect timing for the new movie that just came out, of course, Ferrari, which I've not seen, but Mariah has seen, so maybe she sh she'll share a little bit about that in just a moment. We'll be back in just a minute, but first a word from our sponsors. So sit tight. We're going to have some fun. Buckle up. It's going to be a great ride. We'll be right back. Are you ready to take charge of your financial future? Then let me introduce you to Capitalize Your Finances. It's an online course designed to empower you with the knowledge and tools for mastering your money. This course will help you lay out the ins and outs of budgeting, the importance of emergency funds, investing strategies, and how to plan for a secure retirement. All this presented by financial planner Chris Paniotu. Chris has developed this course to help you effectively navigate your world of finance, with confidence. Stop stressing about money and start taking control. Enroll in Capitalize Your Finance online course today and pave your way to financial success. To learn more, go to CapitalizePodcast.com slash courses or better yet, go to the Cars yeah website show notes page for today's show and click on the link under Capitalize Your Finances. You'll be glad you did. Do it today. For several years now, you've heard me talk about Linkage Magazine. I've been a subscriber since the start. Their talented and creative team brings you a spectacular publication and website that shares the automotive passion from a worldwide perspective. Linkage is about driving, restoring, collecting, and firsthand experience at collector car auctions and more. They bring you real-world values plus rational, experienced opinions on the current markets. They cover the automotive world and the people who share our passions. And Linkage Magazine has grown, mailing you six issues annually. Join me on this journey with Linkage. They're geared for the automotive life. You can subscribe at LinkageMag.com. Years ago, when it was time to renew my collector car insurance policy, my carrier's rates went up way up, but my usage was the same and I never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. So what's with that? So I turned to American Collectors Insurance. Has your collector car insurance recently raised your rates for no good reason? Tired of paying an annual membership fee? Then it's time to look around and call American Collectors Insurance. I shopped around, I asked friends for recommendations and found a winner that I can trust. And boy, I'm glad I did. I saved hundreds of dollars every year and slept better at night knowing my baby was properly insured. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting vehicles since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by their history of taking great care of their clients. What could be better than that? So give them a call and ask for a quote today. 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866 224 
9324 and protect the ones you love like I did with American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. So Mariah, we are back. So I would love for you to share how you went from career in journalism and what you were doing and then working with your brother in this business and getting to be a part of this empire that he built, which is so fantastic. I'm proud to say that he and I were friends going way, way back. Before I ever started this, he was one of the very early guests on this show before he had his accident and things changed in his life. And I kept in touch with him. And I'm just so happy because I, you know, when I found out about you, I went, wait, Mariah, wait, oh. Who's Mariah? Well, here we are. Mariah is here. So here we are. give us a little walk up into how you've worked with Bull Publishing, because I'm, I'm saying this in all honesty, the books are just absolutely spectacular. And these are not just pretty picture books. These are in-depth looks into people's lives. And when you pick up a David Bull Publishing book, you're in for many, many hours of enjoyment. For sure. Um, these are in-depth. And you never know where you may go. You may end up with Gonzo in Andretti's house talking <laughs> to a bird. So, so take the wheel, Mariah. Take the wheel. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, this had been, as you know, David's passion and really avocation ever since he was little. And we were both at UMass together. And uh, David would take me on these fantastic drives through Hadley going as fast as possible, which I love. I um, <laughs> I love speed myself. When he founded his company, yeah, I was working in journalism, but he needed help uh, trackside. So I would go out, my brother Tom, Paul, uh, my husband, Steve Garrity, um, we would go to Lime Rock and help set up and carry books. You know, when you said, if people wonder who I am, I'm the female who is carrying the cartons of books. That is who I am. You know, it's funny because I probably saw you. We may have even met at some time. Definitely. You know, back in the past, but in, you're in those environments. Sometimes it's not, this is my sister. This, you know, right. oh, the lady helping in the background. Who is that lady back there? Well, right. now right. we get to talk to her. <laughs> yeah. So that was, we met Steve Potter. We met wonderful people in Connecticut. And then, of course, uh, we were at Laguna Seca, uh, Amelia Island, went to a bunch of different concours and, and tracks, Sebring, sure. where David literally stepped in front of me. One of the one of the guys was pretty drunk um, at Sebring, and he started getting kind of aggressive. And Dave was just, you know, had none of it and physically pushed him out of the uh, out of our tent. Oh gosh. <laughs> you know, there's 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 late night races, people 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 pour it on. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, so we, we started doing that. Um and then I helped out with sales to bookstores back when we had more than a handful of bookstores. Oh yeah. And then when my brother post accident, he needed help in a variety of ways. And one of them was helping with, with the business in a variety of ways so that he could focus on his creative part. And I could do the best I could, could to help with the logistics and connections and following up with people and that kind of thing. So now bull publishing was started in what year? 
1995. Okay, because I met him shortly after that. So way back uh, before I was doing this podcast and uh, even tried through a catalog company I was part of to sell books. We had a hard time selling books with the kind of business we had, but I always wanted to bring his books during holiday seasons or gift giving seasons and things. And that's that's how we tied together. And, and he eventually moved out to Arizona. Did, uh, yes. Yeah. So, uh, but so as you were in part of helping build this brand, when you think about what you do now versus what you did, because you're a, a very special trustee of this brand now, and it's kind of launched you into a probably a position of where you, how did I get here? What am I doing? Maybe I don't want to put words in your mouth. Oh, no, that's fine. Yeah, it is certainly that. There's so many questions that I and Jeff Anderson, our general manager, every other day we're saying to each other, oh, what would David do? Oh, I wish I had asked David this. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, David worked all the time to the extent that we were on a family vacation in Yellowstone and there was literally a bison running up out of a creek towards David. And I had, everyone else was back in the car, right? And I said, David. And he looked at me annoyed and I said, come on. And I said, and he just blew me off. And I said, David, there's a bison. And I pointed over there. Yes. So, you know, I said, the phone went flying into the air and he started running for the Jeep, you know? Oh, sure. <laughs> so he was pretty, uh, we all would give him a hard time. Could you please stop working? You know, be with us. Um, right. But now that Jeff and I are doing this, boy, there's so many moving parts to it. And as Amy Holloway, Mr. Andretti's right hand, had said to me, you know, this motorsports community is so kind and so helpful. I, in talking with them, I know how much David cared for them both. And so going to see them was pretty moving for me. I felt like I kind of knew them. Yeah. Because they knew my brother so well and were so kind to him. Oh, yeah. And I keep having that experience. It's really humbling how kind and generous with information and patience and wishing us the best on helping David's books get out. It's been, it's really been remarkable. And I am so grateful because this is obviously, uh, much more than I had ever done before. So to have the support, Randy Leffingwell, oh, uh, we're yeah. doing his Porsche book. He sent us the whole timeline, backed up the timeline of how things, how the process needed to go in terms of weeks to hit our deadlines. You know, he just offered to do that. Yeah, he's great. Things <laughs> like that. Yeah, things like that just happen. So I'm very grateful. I, I probably went off the subject. And <laughs> but no, well, you're, you, you know, you're juggling lots of balls here and learning a lot of things as you go. But you've learned what I've learned after, well, your show number 2,450. So uh, it is a very welcoming group of people. And the people that I've been able to talk to on the show that have given their time and shared their stories with me, I'm eternally grateful. But that's what cars do. They, they're a catalyst for bringing people together. And I always say that it's not the cars, it's the people as a result of the cars that bring everything together. And the in-depthness of the books that 
you guys produce and that have always been produced, again, as I mentioned, these aren't just pretty picture books. These go very deep. I mean, the Rodriguez Brothers book is, is like, yeah. you know, you could uh, stop a car with that thing. It's so big, <laughs> you know. And Janos Winfin's books. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it's like, David, could you make these? Uh, you know, my biceps, you could do curls. They double as, uh, exactly. as, as barbells, but you know, you're, um, I mentioned, uh, the book that I just featured on the show, the new book that you guys are doing, which is out and I have a copy and it's spectacular, but you've also got some, uh, new things coming up here in the new year because we are in the new year. And I wanted you to touch on some of these new books, uh, Luigi Canetti, the History of Nart. And the History of Nart. Nart yep. would be cool. So um, Michael Lynch, Against All the Others, Porsche Racing History. I mean, talk a little bit about some of these books that are coming. And of course, one of them that really is near and dear to my heart, Twice Around the Clock, The Yanks at Le Mans, yeah. Con Tim Constantine, because Tim was a guest on my show before we lost Tim. And I actually had his son on my show who does CX simulators. So, you know, I feel like I'm in a big family here, you know, of all oh. these, these people. But talk a little bit about some of the books that are coming up. So interesting that you say that about twice around the clock. That is, yeah, that'll be coming soon. And Jody Ellis, who is the designer of that book um, and works with Dalton Watson, other wonderful publishers. Oh, yeah. Um, she and John have been really have been so helpful to us in helping us with the that part of the publishing process mm -hmm. that again, Jeff and I were new to, you know, about these, these final steps of laying it out in the design and getting it printed, proofing thing, the whole, the works. There's a um, lot so of parts to this stuff, aren't there? I mean, more people yeah. just say, Oh, write a book. So easy. Uh, I've had people tell me you should write a book about all the people you've talked to. And I just go, I've talked to publishers. You know how much work that is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get it. I mean, we're both, I can feel, I can see how, you know, each, each day you say, okay, I could do that one differently. You know, I could do, uh, you know, I'm, it's, I'm trying to store these, the things I'm learning and it, and it makes you feel more confident for the future. The lead times, I didn't catch the lead times. The lead times are huge. And again, I come from magazines and uh, newspapers. And so it's pretty immediate. And this is just different. You've really got to backtrack, you know, have your the Gantt charts out and make sure that you're going to be hitting the ground running at all these different points. So yeah. anyway. Yeah, it's yeah. uh yeah, I mean I came from the catalog business world where we were producing 17 catalogs a year, so you just had to pound things out and get them done. There was no time uh but very different than a book. I mean, the history of everything that you're doing. So these new books for the new year I assume, like many or all of the Bull Publishing books, are very in-depth. You go very deep into people's lives and things. How, as far as your role, how involved do you get on all the minutiae and details of how these books are put together? Because I know David dove into these lives of these people. It, it almost like it became him. I, I had a really wonderful visit with him in Arizona probably 11 years ago. I spent three days with him, flew down to Arizona, talked with him a bit about what he was doing, how he was doing it. And I, and I walked away from that like worn out <laughs> because mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh, this business is uh, very, very challenging. So um, for you, yeah, how, how 
crazy does it get for you? Are, uh, you I, I don't know if you could become another David because David was so unique. Nope. <laughs> that's, I, don't, I don't know if that's possible for anybody to do. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, he's, he's, uh, you know, my brother as our friend, uh, uh, let us know at, at his service. I didn't know this. David had gotten perfect SAT scores in high school. I don't doubt uh, it. He was, you know, double major in history. And he was really smart, yep. in my opinion. Oh, uh, yeah. My my younger brother is really smart, too. And I sort of got stuck in the middle. <laughs> I'm not sure I believe that, Mariah. I think you're underestimating yourself, but you're, you're a humble lady. So that's understandable. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. But a lot of what uh, you're asking about is is a bit still to come because um, Luca Del Monte, you know, this is the first book that we that we released these the publisher's edition of um, his book and the so of course the standard edition had already come out. Luca is a pro and so smart and so helpful. Anyway, his family had crazy travels trying to get to Kentucky, and his children were willing to drive out to pick me up at the airport that we got diverted to rather than coming into the other airport. I mean, nicest people sure. you'll ever meet, yeah. you know, just so sweet. So I think f for as these other books are coming up, good thing is so many people are willing to help and so many people really are experts. Mm. And we, you know, it's, uh, we're still using the same David Bull publishing team are going to rely on people that know more than we do, yeah. you know, and, and make the calls. I have no trouble fact checking or copy editing or, you know, that sort of thing. We have, we have a great uh, copy editor, Melissa, but you know, any way that I can jump in, I'm happy to, Yeah. but I'm not going to pretend I know things that I don't know. And uh, our goal, Jeff and I, and the rest of the team, you know, we want these books to be, David Bull books. We want them to be at the depth, at the quality, no corner cutting. David was extremely particular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. I know. <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, and it's nice. Jeff Anderson, he's been working with David for, I don't know, probably a decade because Bruce McCaw, who founded Pack West Racing, they did books together, David and, and Bruce. And so they've been working together. So, he knew, and, and he helped us out. It's inestimable how much Jeff, Bruce, and Vic um, at Pistol Creek have. Well, what they've done is is amazing. And I didn't realize until a while back that there was a connection between Bruce McCaw and David because I met Bruce when I moved up here 30 years ago from this, this Southern California and got into vintage racing and found this place called VRM. And the macaws had these cars. I'm like, who are these guys? Oh, wait, Cellular One. Okay, now I know who they are and their passion for cars. And of course, you know, Bruce has driven cars over the podium at Pebble Beach. And a few years ago, that wonderful Mercedes that he had won. I've seen him at tracks, met all the people, had several people that work for him at, at VR, uh, VRM, Byron. Uh, the two Byrons, uh, you know, have been on the show and all these other people that are related. So yeah, this is one big happy family, how this all integrates together. You know, I always like to ask people about inspiring people in their lives. And I have a feeling that we've been talking about them since the beginning here for you, but it may be, maybe somebody different, but I mean, David was an inspiration and a pusher and a driver, but I wanted to say this before I forget about it, Mariah, you are, I know you're very smart and here's why, because of what you just said, 
Smart people that are running businesses surround themselves with smart people and let them do their jobs. They don't try to micromanage. And people have asked, like, I'll say Elon Musk, who's a, just a, you look at what that guy's done, pushes politics aside, if you like him or don't or whatever. The guy is an incredible machine. And the fact that he has what, five businesses now that he operates and runs, but he does it by hiring the best he can and surrounding himself with talented people, and listening and learning and driving and directing, and then letting people do their jobs. And that's what successful people do. So that's why I know you're a smart lady. So I figured, I figured out your secret. <laughs> but would you, say, would you say David is, is, at least for your role today, he's got to be that driving inspiration for you, I would assume. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. You know, and Jeff Anderson, the general manager, is so, he's also a mentor because he's, He's so good at the, what is it called? 30,000 foot view. Oh, you need to have that too. You can get caught, yeah. in, you can get caught in the weeds in this business, can't you? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, and he's very patient, astute, funny, fun. Um, he's just perfect. And it makes, you know, I, I of course, got to know him better um, uh, after David had died. And uh He's been great to us. This has been, you know, the grieving process has been a little intense. Oh, of course. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. We were pretty close. So he's been very patient. It's funny the things that'll, you know, that are hard to, you know, um, sometimes you never know when something's going to move you and you've. Oh, yeah. It, it dwells up in you. I, I know. I, you know, I, I had that happen quite often. My father's the one that really got me into cars early on. He had an old MG. And every once in a while, I'll like see an MG on a social media post. And it's like, oh, man, my throat starts to choke up. I lost my dad about six, seven years ago. And uh, yeah, and you go, where did that come from? You know, I'm like, oh. right. <laughs> you know, so right. uh, it is. Right. You know, the other thing I love to ask about, and we touch on this too, is challenges and a challenge that really maybe puts you in a place. And, and David's death aside, and that we'll leave that over here for a moment because that could that's very intense and deep. I'm more not more interested in, but I would like to hear from you with this role you've taken on. What has been the biggest challenge for you? I would say the biggest challenge has been wishing I were more skilled and more. Adapt. Hey, we all deal with that every day. <laughs> <laughs> every day I do that to my, wish I was better at this. You know? <laughs> well, David, I mean, it's uh, David really, I think, and uh, I have this trouble because I, I feel this way about the Enzo Ferrari book. I mean, it's, it's such a great book. Yes, David did it. And yes, I really like Luca. And um, so I'm very biased, but I think it's a really great book. It's it does read like a novel and I really yeah. like it. And I feel like with David's books, they're really great books. And yeah. I kind of owe it to David's people. I owe it to the drivers, the historians, the photographers, uh, the motorcycle fans. I, I, I feel like I don't want to fail. I don't want to fail him and I don't want to fail his audience. Yeah. Well, this is a very, this is a very big weight you put on your shoulders in, in my opinion. And there's nothing wrong with that because that is part of picking up a legacy and carrying it forward. 
But it sounds like to me, and having seen and read, I haven't gotten all the way through it, uh, the Luca book, um, because it's, you know, the Ferrari book, because it's just, it's so intense, but you're, you're right. And I will tell you from my perspective, having most of David's books on my shelves, and again, I might even have them all. I've got an awful lot of them. Um, they take up a big, big chapter of, I think I'm up to 950 car books now. And my wife looks at me and goes, this is a lot of books. <laughs> I go, well, you know, when I'm not doing this podcast anymore, I can sit and start actually getting through them all. But, um, but you, you're doing a wonderful job. And this is a great launch, this this book here, into moving forward. I know David would be proud. So I don't think you have anything to worry about. You're on the right task. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch on, because you said this earlier, is you like going fast. And Dave, you'd go and ride with David and drive fast and yeah. all this. And yeah. you know, it was all about, is there a, a special vehicle in your life? Now, I know you sent me a picture yes. for, your show, for your show notes page on my website of you on a horse. So we've got one fast vehicle, a one horsepower horse. She yeah, is, she, yeah. And actually, the two are related. The okay. um, when I was working as a headhunter, it's a totally commissioned job, and it's pretty high stress. And I was pretty good at it, but it was pretty high stress. And I ended up deciding, okay, I've got this savings. I banked, you know, a bit of money, and I came to the choice. I've always I love the Mazda RX-7, the 1992, and there was one available. I was living um, in South Boston at the time, in Southie, and there was one available, and I could afford it. Took it for a test drive with my husband. I mean, I just, it's a hell of a car. David actually sent me a yellow uh, RX-7. It was so cute, a little uh, die-cast model. A little model? Yeah, a little die-cast. And I could either buy this car or I could... Totally. <laughs> My husband was thrilled. <laughs> uh, I could totally take a dive and work for minimum wage at the large animal hospital oh, okay. um, that was near where we lived. And my dream as a child had always been to be a veterinarian. Okay. And you do that rocking chair test of what will I regret if I never try it? Sure. And I thought, I want to just see. I want to see if I could possibly. If I have what it takes to be a veterinarian. And so I did not buy that RX-7 and instead lived <laughs> lived off that in the savings while I worked at the front desk and cleaning stalls and uh, that kind of thing at the vet school, um, where it became clear that I really am not smart, smart enough to be a vet. It's not false modesty. It, you know, these people are really smart. You know, MDs learn one species. Right. These vets, they learn, they're learning a ton of species. Right. And I loved it. I love the people because it's large animals. Um, you know, you could get in early and stay late and help with emergencies. Sometimes they just need an extra set of hands to brace a horse that's crashing. You know, yep. you can you can help just by being a person with muscles and meeting the owners and meeting the wonderful animals. Anyway, so. That is the car of my dreams, but I ended up, and we ended up adopting that foal. She was an orphan foal. Oh, wow. Um, okay. We bucket fed her and uh, raised her. You know, yeah. I got her. We chose to get her when she was 30 days old, and uh, she came into the hospital when she was six days old, and um, she changed our lives, absolutely changed there our lives. Um, yeah. yeah, so probably, uh, no regret. 
probably more than an RX-7 would. My my mom uh, bought one of those, and I was so shocked. I'm like, Mom, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what the heck's going on? Oh, yeah, when they, when they first came out. Oh, she loved it. It was great. Yeah. And I oh, uh, had yeah. it for quite a while, and then a friend of hers asked to drive it and crashed it. So that was the end of that. So Ooh, rule here is don't hand your keys to any ever. <laughs> unless, yeah. it's, unless it's just me. Uh, I'll take care of it. So. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, I always ask about great books, but I don't need to ask you about great books because I just need to remind listeners to go to uh, David Bull Publishing. And uh, as these new books come out, we'll share these with you. Um, and they're going to be really great. But you can go to the website. I'll put a link to it. But it's easy to find, uh, bullpublishing.com. And they're just, if you want to buy the coolest books for friends, as gifts. And I'll tell you right now, since we just came off of Christmas, books are the best gifts ever because they just keep giving. And they're not something that gets used and put away and never seen again. Uh, you go back to them over and over. And bull publishing books, you almost have to go back to them over and over again because there's just so much there to absorb and and get back. So I would encourage all of you to check it out. And if you again, if you missed my talk with uh, Luca Del Monte, he, he and I just hit off like we were best buds. It was yeah, I loved your conversation. It was clear you guys were just speaking. Oh, really? I mean, it felt well, like you were, you know, right uh, yeah, up it, against each other talking. From the minute he jumped on the phone with me, and for many times, I always say this over and over, that what I do is like Forrest Gump's box of chocolates. I never know what I'm going to get. Most people I've never met. Yeah. As soon as they call in, we start talking. And some of them are just, they're all great. But some of them you just go, this guy is just like my bud. You know, and uh, yeah, and he's reached out afterwards. So it was absolutely wonderful. So I always uh, enable people to go on what I call the ultimate drive before I let you go today because we're having yeah. fun here and we could talk for hours. <laughs> and here's how we do it. I'm going to park any car okay. you'd like. If you want that RX-7, you can have it or any car. Don't worry. Money's no object here today. It's a new year. I'm feeling very gracious. So you can have any car you want. You can take it for a drive and you can take anybody with you, including somebody from the past, which opens up a world of opportunity for historical people or it's David or whoever it might be, but it's just for one drive. So what would the uh, ultimate drive look like for somebody like you? Are we going for a horseback ride? <laughs> <laughs> you know. I would love to, oh, this is probably embarrassing, but I would love to go on a drive and I would, with Mr. Andretti okay, and Amy and my husband. So oh, a whole group. Okay. Would it be his mini? I know he drives Mini Cooper, yeah. um, but I would love, I just, you know, I love their company. Um, I think whatever, clearly, whatever you put Mr. Andretti in is going to be a hell of a ride, right? Oh, yeah. So whatever he chose would be fantastic. Okay. Um, and, you know, I I love uh, mountainous driving. Um, I would I would love to see part of Italy that he thought was really pretty. I mean, if we're really blue skying it, um, you know, I would go out of the country. And uh, um, so that would be cool. It'd probably be boring as heck for the two of them but my <laughs> husband and i would be absolutely thrilled oh i don't think so i think this sounds like a wonderful journey yeah the northern <laughs> part of italy which is so beautiful you know uh lake lugano that whole area up there would be fantastic the mountain region and he could tell you all about that area stop and drink the best wine so uh yeah i got room for another one i'd like to be in the backseat of that car <laughs> You know, we could just get a big minivan or <laughs> No, no. This guy I'm gonna put you in like a big like a big Bentley or something, you know, that's oh, a Rolls geez. is a little bit too I like a Bentley, a little sporting but comfortable, so it's quiet. I 
got it. Yeah. Yes, Mark. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll set that I'll take up. Take your Bentley. All right. I'll get the checkbook out. Sounds like it's going to be expensive. You are no cheap date, my friend. <laughs> for sure. Mariah, you know, you and I could talk forever. Uh, it's really nice to connect with you, having known David. I can see the spirit and the love and the passion all tied together with all of you guys. So it's really marvelous. I've had fathers and daughters on the show, fathers and sons, and it's great to have a past guest and his sister on the show. So I'm very, very uh, grateful for what you've brought today. Before I let you go, could you leave us with maybe, as we're entering it into a new year, some parting words of inspiration and wisdom that we could all take into 2024 together? Uh, Pressure's well, on. <laughs> yeah, not coming from me. I'll put it that way. Um, okay. Something that in, in all, well, a friend of mine, there are a couple of things. Um, a friend of mine just a few days ago um, said to me, don't kick yourself out of the room before other people kick you out of the room. <laughs> okay. So when you're having a bad day, <laughs> remember that, hey, not everyone's got it going on the way you think they do. And uh, just keep going. It'll be okay. So that was helpful at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like um, and then David, uh, and I think he got it from Nick Ionetch's book, uh, Sport Riding Techniques, that we did. He would tell me with Kate, because we did like to race in the woods. There are races here that you can do over, you know, cross-country kind of races. Um, and he would say, dress to crash. Oh, and and it's, it's, you know, it could be pessimistic, but I tell you, um, the for, for me as a rider who wasn't afraid to fall off. <laughs> um, uh, and for David with his motorcycle accident, the fact that he had the spine protector, he had the awry helmet, he had motorcycle gloves, he had full leathers, he had motorcycle boots. He really, one of the surgeons said that he had never seen x-rays like David's on a patient who lived. Right. And David was extremely fit. So that helped him. The the people working on him in California told me that it's good that your brother's got such a strong body to, yeah. uh, you know, to get through this. But he dressed to crash, and especially with motorcycles, you you know, yeah, you have. To. I of course am pretty passionate about not wanting people to get into motorcycles. Yeah, uh, you know, motorcycle accidents. No, um, no, absolutely. So well, you know, it's. I I think he's smiling. Well, I know he's smiling right now hearing this because <laughs> you could take that the wrong way with what happened to David and that tragic motorcycle accident, which was not his fault. Somebody did something very stupid and that led to a catastrophe and led to a lot of, of challenges for everybody and especially for him. But I just I think he's uh, probably laughing. I can hear him laughing right now that we're, we're even saying dressed to crash because, yeah, that's what you should do. But it, it has a deeper meaning for me, and that is, you know, go through life with the zest and zeal and uh, the joy that he brought to everything. But be prepared. Right. Because things yeah. are going to happen. And that's the racing world. And since he's written so many books about racing, these things are going to happen. So uh, I think it's a pretty cool thing to uh, to part ways with today. And, and I'll remind everybody again, just go to bullpublishing.com. You'll find <laughs> everything there. The marvelous books. And I want to do a, another a quick shout out. Thank you to Judy Stropas, who really got us together today. Yes. Yeah. Judy is She's just fantastic, isn't she? She is the maker of friends. Uh, She's brought yeah. so many people to the show. So Judy, Happy New Year to you. Thank you once again. Yeah. Mariah, this has been a real treasure. No doubt we are now a best of friends for the future. 
Uh, I wish you Thank the best. Yeah, keep in touch with to me. Massachusetts. There you go. I've got to get over there. there. Got to get over there. You have no. <laughs> we'll, I know. We'll some, host you. I know some people out there too. So uh, yeah, I need to get out there. Some really cool car people as well. Until you and I talk again, my friend. Happy New Year to you, and I'll see you. You and down the road. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. This was wonderful. <laughs> Tech Force is a charity of choice here at Cars. Yeah, Auto Techs are in high demand, but the supply. It's critically short. For every one tech who graduates school, there's five jobs waiting for them. Said another way, four technician jobs go unfilled for every technician graduate. Lots of young people love cars, but don't know how to turn that passion into their careers. TechForce Foundation shows them through career exploration, technical education, and the workforce development solutions. Join Cars yeah in supporting TechForce Foundation and its mission to solve the technician shortage by donating at techforce.org today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!